0: Hey guys, welcome back to the GOAT Podcast. It is Friday night, almost 10 o'clock, and Monica and I are here together to discuss round two of the NFL draft. But before we get into that, I'm going to let Monica go pick by pick for round one, and I'll make a couple of comments if I need to, but we're mostly going to try to let Monica do um, as much as she can of the first 15 picks as rapid fire as possible. So, Monica, go ahead and get started with number one, Carolina Panthers take Bryce Young.
1: Carolina selects Bryce. I knew Bryce was going to go top five, and I thought that was the best fit for him in the top five. I'm happy with that. C.J. Stroud and Will Anderson, that's pretty dynamic duo for Houston to get back-to-back. Back. That's very interesting. Anthony Richardson to the Colts, it's, it's either going to be really, really good or really, really bad and i am very yep. interested to see how that goes. Devin Witherspoon to the Seahawks was not something i was expecting. But it de- but as i was thinking about it, it made sense because they have spent so much time upgrading their linebackers and their front, the front part of their defense during this offseason, so it does make sense that they would try to go for a corner there. Arizona getting Paris Johnson Jr. i love that pick so much. And I was reading something the other day that said that Kyler Murray has been, you know, just dying for them to get an offensive lineman for a few years. I'm glad they finally did that. Tyree Wilson for the Raiders is going to be a good compliment to Max Crosby. That'll be interesting. Bijan to the Falcons. The Falcons already had an incredible rushing attack, and now they add – One of the best running backs that we've seen in years. They're going to tear everybody up.
0: Yeah, they have to.
1: My favorite pick.
0: Number nine was Jalen Carter. That was
1: my favorite pick out of all of the first round.
0: Yeah, the the Philadelphia Bulldogs are doing a really good job this year in the draft. I was Um, really, really,
1: I loved that pick. Darnell Wright. That makes sense. I was a little bit surprised that they went darn all right with Broderick Jones on the board. But, I mean, I think Hooker was more of a mobile quarterback than Stetson Bennett. So I can understand why they would go for someone who's already been protecting a mobile quarterback. That makes sense. Yeah. Skoronsky to the Titans, I liked that pick because... I think that they that the Titans just need to ditch everything and just go uh, and just concentrate on their offensive line and their defensive line. And I think if they can do that, they will actually have some success.
0: Yeah.
1: Jameer Gibbs to the Lions and I was reading this morning that the Jets wanted him at 15. I don't understand the love. I don't get it.
0: They would have taken him at six, the report said, if uh, they did not trade with the Cardinals. I
1: I I don't I, and in that case, Bijan would have still still been on the board.
0: Yeah, I agree. I don't I don't I like Jameer Gibbs a lot, and I think that he is going to be a talented running back for them because I think they're going to trade DeAndre Swift, and David Montgomery does something that Gibbs cannot do. Um but I I didn't get taking him at twelve.
1: I he was going to be there at eighteen. Yeah. I I don't buy that the Jets were actually going to go for him. This is I, it didn't make any sense to me. And also Lucas Van Ness to the Packers didn't make a whole lot of sense to me either.
0: Yeah, that this screams that they're really trying to build up their defense of a you know attack again. Mm-hmm. I would have expected them to maybe go a little bit more on the protection side of Jordan Love. But as we're going to get into in just a few moments, they did a really good job of that today. So, uh, Monica, there's two picks left that we're going to cover before we head into the second round. So talk about the Steelers and the Jets.
1: Broderick Broderick Jones, I thought, was a dynamic pick by the Steelers. I really, really like that, and I think that is going to significantly improve the Steelers' offensive line. And Will McDonald to the Jets – That one had me scratching my head about as much as the Jameer Gibbs of the Lions pick did. I didn't get that one at all. Yeah,
0: Yeah, I understand that completely. Well, let's get into round two, and then uh, we will break for round three as a separate episode. Uh, Try not to cover, you know, almost 100 picks in (laughs) one episode. Um, The Steelers, remember what I said yesterday on the podcast as it ended? That the Steelers were on the clock at 32, and do not be surprised if they...
1: Select Joey Porter Jr.
0: <laughs> and That's exactly what they did, and I'm very upset at the pick that I'm seeing currently on my screen that we're going to get to in the next episode that the the Bengals just oh, no. did. But nonetheless, the Steelers do start off the draft by taking Joey Porter Jr., and this is just... A, it's a perfect draft pick mm-hmm. um, for what it was... To get a guy that loves the Steelers because his dad played there. He's a physical, physical, physical cornerback. That's what you want. That's what you expect to see. I love that the Steelers went with that. Instead of trying to trade down and hoping that they got a big haul, they stayed right Mm -hmm. where they were, and we're good. At pick number 33, I was a little surprised that they took this long for Will Levis to go. And let's, let's get into this for just a moment, and then I'll ask for your opinion on the Steelers pick and then the Titans pick. But Anthony Richardson is a quarterback that had 13 career collegiate mm-hmm. starts, and he went fourth mm-hmm. overall. And I said yesterday that if he can go fourth overall, Levis should have been a first-round pick. Then it came out that several teams were tr- desperately trying to trade back into the first right. round, but they weren't letting that happen and so i think it was probably to trade back in for levis that didn't work the titans made a you know a trade with the arizona cardinals and they jump all the way up to select will levis so talk about joey porter junior and will levis for just a moment
1: i i think joey porter junior is just perfect a perfect pick for the steelers and he has those family ties which i just think is really cool will yeah. levis to the titans I really, really want to like Will Levis as a quarterback prospect. But, I mean, I know I've told you – I don't know if I've mentioned it on the podcast, but I know I've told you you know, in just our regular conversations that I cannot trust a quarterback prospect that goes to the Titans right now because of how they've been treating Malik Willis. I can't – I really, really want to be excited about Will Levis, but I can't because – I don't feel like he's going to get a fair shake.
0: Yeah, I don't know that Levis will play at all this year. If the, if the Titans are smart, they're basically going to say, we're still going to let Malik Willis play. We're still going to let Ryan Tannehill play. Levis, you sit on the bench, you completely heal up, and you get ready because you are our future, but you're not our right mm-hmm. now. Um, I think that is the best way to be successful for them. So the next three picks that we're going to talk about, try to do three at a time. I should have done that at the beginning. But, um, well, yeah, let's go ahead and do this. Talk about Sam Laporta, the tight end of the Lions. That was a surprise. Um, Yeah,
1: I was really shocked that he went above Michael Meyer.
0: I actually thought that the NFL Network was just showing the top tight end prospects Mm -hmm. and that, that his name was up and they're showing all his highlights. And then I realized, oh, it's because he was drafted. Um, that was crazy. I th- I,
1: I'm interested to see how that works.
0: I'm. Yeah, I don't. I don't know that they should have drafted him at 34 no. with some of these other players that were available. I mean, just um, looking
1: down this list, they could have got Steve Avila, Matthew Bergeron, mm-hmm. Isaiah Foskey, B.J. Ojolari, all of those guys. Joe Titman, but instead they got Sam yeah. Laporta. Like, what?
0: Yep. Well, the Vegas Raiders, they come up and they trade for Michael Meyer, and he is the star tight end from Notre Dame. The Rams were on the clock, and they took Steve Avila, and then the Seahawks took Derek Hall. So, Monica, Michael Meyer being drafted on day two is not necessarily the biggest surprise. A bunch of tight ends went today. But you mentioned him going after Sam Laporta was a big surprise. I would even argue that I'm surprised that um, Dalton Kincaid was the only tight end in the first round.
1: I was – when it, I kind of – I missed the end of the first round last night, but when I looked at, the like, the last few picks, I was shocked that Michael Meyer did not go, you know, to the Bengals, to the Chiefs. Yeah. The the Raiders need somebody to fill in that Darren Waller spot, and Michael Meyer can be a better version of Darren Waller, I think. Steve Avila was a really, really good pick for the Rams.
0: Absolutely. They needed to fix their offensive line. And I love the Derek Hall pick by the Seahawks. You know, you're not getting Will Anderson there, but you're getting Mm -hmm. somebody. Um, And that that brings us up. We need to talk about this now. You texted me the other day um something about the let's find it
1: while you're looking at the grizzlies seem to be on fire against the lakers right now
0: it's about time um okay so when devin witherspoon was Mm -hmm. selected you texted me and said, now that the Seahawks have made that pick, I feel like the Broncos probably fleeced the Seahawks if Russ is average this mm-hmm. season. So I managed to pull up the draft details. Mm-hmm. Here are the Here's the full roundup of the Russell Wilson trade. The Broncos got Russell Wilson and Ioma are a fourth-round pick in 2022. The Seahawks got Drew Locke, Wash, Noah Fant, toss-up uh he hasn't been great but he hasn't been you know lack of serviceable Shelby Harris wash Mm -hmm. uh that that was not a good you know piece for them to have added but then they were able to draft Charles Cross that was a good Mm -hmm. pick Boye Mafe if he has a good season this year that will end up being a good second round pick Tyreek Smith I don't know pretty much anything about him Devin Witherspoon who a bunch of people are saying the Lions wanted, and that was part of the reason the Seahawks Mm -hmm. took him, was they didn't want the Lions to get him. And then Derek Hall, I will push back just ever so slightly and say that I think there's an argument to be made that if Russell Wilson is average this year, that it was a good trade for the Broncos, but a great trade if Witherspoon and Derek Hall get a second contract with the Seahawks. The problem with that is you don't know that until about three and a half years from right. now. Right. Um, so it was,
1: it was less a, that was less a comment on Russ and more on a comment of, I don't believe in Witherspoon at all. Yeah.
0: And at I don't blame you. <clears throat>
1: the
0: The next three picks, um, I still can't believe number 39 happened. Uh, the Falcons were on the clock and they took Matthew Bergeron. I like that. That was that a really pick. good pick for them. Um He's an offensive tackle out of Syracuse. He was, he was one of give my
1: low-key favorite.
0: Yeah. You know, you give B. John Robinson the ability to run up the middle and give him the chance to break it outside as well with that yeah. selection. A bunch of people are saying that he's probably going to play guard, and so they don't need him to play no, tackle, yeah. but he can in a pinch. Then the Carolina Panthers were on the clock, and this pick is just atrocious in my opinion. Um, they take wide receiver from Ole Miss, Jonathan Mingo. Um, Monica, the, the pick itself and the position is not the problem, but when you're talking Rasheed Rice is still on the board, when you're talking that Marvin Mims is still on the board, when you're talking Jalen mm-hmm. Hyatt is still on the board, and they're trying to talk this pick up even, as they have to. I would to. even
1: pick Cedric Tillman over Jonathan Mingo. Yeah, Cedric Tillman, that's another I good think, one. I think the, this pick happened because of D.K. Metcalf and A.J. Brown. I think that's why this happened.
0: Yeah. Well, and, and the analysts have to talk up each pick. They can't just be like, what a terrible pick that was. That doesn't make for good right. TV. And so they're trying to talk this pick up, and they're showing all these you know, stat lines of, hey, he had five touchdowns last year. That was seventh most in the FBS, or it was the most on the Ole Miss team. And I'm thinking, and Jalen Hyatt had 18. Yeah. Um. So, you know, there were better players to be mm-hmm. had for the Carolina Panthers than Jonathan Mingo, and if I'm Bryce Young and I see that this pick was made, I'm a little concerned already as to what my future looks like if this is the type of talent that they evaluate past. You know, whoa. Okay, I gotta I gotta say this real quick. A kicker was just selected in the third round by who the 49ers who did,
1: they, who did they take
0: you'll have to watch next week's or the next episode in order oh to find goodness. that out but um I yeah they just took a I kicker i
1: was texting with a panthers fan this afternoon and he was saying that he was a little bit concerned about bryce and so we're just kind of just he was asking for my thoughts on Bryce Young, whatever. So we we're just talking about it. And I said, I think that the receivers are going to be a bigger issue than the offensive line, especially with DJ Moore in Chicago. Is Terrace Marshall the best receiver now on the team? And he said, I'm oh, not sure. We picked up Adam Thielen, who's probably better.
0: Adam Thielen is not much to write home about at this point in the career of the uh – the Carolina Panthers franchise if
1: you're if you're picking at at 39 you need to be like you need and you're picking a receiver it needs to be somebody who's better than Terrace Marshall or Adam Thielen and Jonathan Mingo is not
0: and they needed a tight end and with the draft going the way that it did with tight ends really going off the board tonight I just don't like the pick. And then the Saints made a really good pick, in my opinion, but a, a surprising pick. Yeah, I was surprised. Uh, I figured the next two would have been swapped, but uh, they took Isaiah Foskey, edge player out of Notre Dame. So, Monica, talk about Isaiah Foskey for just a minute um, to the New Orleans Saints. We know they needed to replace their defensive line. That's not out of the question. They they really did work hard on that with Brian Brisey in the right. first round. Then they come back and take Foskey in the second.
1: So what's kind of funny is I have seen some uh, pro comparisons for Foskey, and Marcus Davenport's name keeps coming up, which I think is kind of hilarious. Isn't
0: that the second second year in a row they've drafted a guy where that was basically the pro comparison? I
1: think it's really funny. But they really, really need to cheaply improve their defense. And compared to what they got now, yeah. Breezy and Foskey are going to be cheap.
0: Yeah, I agree. The next three picks, this was the one that kind of surprised me. I figured that B.J. Ojulari would be the pick that the, the Saints were going to make. Yeah, I thought um, that too. But he ends up going to the Arizona Cardinals. Luke Musgrave goes to the Green Bay Packers. And Joe Tipman goes to the New York Jets. I liked the Ojolari pick. If you're not going to be able to get Will Anderson Jr., But you come out of the draft with Paris Paris Johnson and B.J. O'Jolari and a host of other draft picks for the next couple of Mm -hmm. seasons. You know, go on. I'm good with that. Uh, Luke Musgrave to the Packers. I will never understand how NFL teams evaluate tight end talent, I guess. (laughs) Um, That's okay at this point in time. This is the best tight end class we've ever seen in 10-plus years, according to Daniel Jeremiah and a bunch of other scouts. But I didn't think Luke, Luke Musgrave would be selected uh, before a certain someone yeah. uh, that we'll get to in the next episode. And then Joe Tipman to the Jets. It just makes sense. You you want to keep Aaron Rodgers upright for the next year at least, hopefully mm-hmm. longer. So get him a center that can actually make a difference. For Luke
1: Musgrave, he would not be the tight end that I would pick there. But I don't think it's a terrible pick for, for Green Bay.
0: Yeah. The next three picks are all defensive players. The Colts get on the board, and they are taking Julius Brintz out of Kansas State, a cornerback. The Detroit Lions continue the cornerback run just a little bit with Brian Branch from Alabama, and the Patriots get on the board and take Keon White, edge player out of Georgia Tech. Monica, give me your thoughts.
1: Uh, I still think that was a little bit high for Brian Branch, but – I am okay with him in Detroit. Yeah. Julius Prince. We'll see. We will see. Uh he's not going to repl- he's not going to be able to fill in the shoes of Stefan Stefan Gilmore and I hope that's not what they were expecting. And Keon White to the Patriots. I was watching his reaction after He got off the phone, and he just looked emotionless, like completely emotionless. I was like, that is a Bill Belichick pick.
0: Yeah, the perfect Patriot right there. Um, I didn't have any problems with any of those three. I mean, Brian Branch to the Lions, yeah, it's early, but whatever. You know, I mean, I guess if you're not going to get Devin Witherspoon, who you really wanted, Mm -hmm. that's fine. Um, The next three picks... I'll talk about one of them specifically, and then I'll let you talk about the other two because one of them really kind of frustrated me just a little bit, and it's my Steelers. (laughs) Uh, Jartavius Martin, cornerback from Illinois, and then Cody Mock, offensive lineman from North Dakota State. Uh, Martin goes to the Commanders. Mock goes to the Buccaneers. And I'll let you talk about those two first, and then I'll talk about what the Steelers did.
1: Jartavius Martin surprised me a tiny bit. I've been very intrigued in what the commanders are doing. It doesn't make sense to me yet, but it is very interesting to watch. Cody Mock, I loved that pick.
0: Well, at pick number 49, the Steelers take Keanu Benton, a defensive tackle out of Wisconsin. and I I did not love this pick. Um, It is the only pick currently that we have made that I was not a huge fan of. Mainly because when I look down on the board, and I hope I'm wrong. The Steelers usually know what they're doing with the the Big Ten players. But when I look down on the board, uh, Tui Pelotu is still on the board at this time. Cam Smith, cornerback, was still on the board. John Michael Schmitz. Osiris Torrance was still on the board. DJ Turner. uh, Those names alone, to me would have been better than Keanu Benton. Um, and I just, I look at it and I think, okay, Benton is a guy that's supposed to help us stop the run, learn from Cam Hayward, right. and hopefully be his replacement with the Marvin Leal.
1: Is Keanu Benton, if I remember correctly, he's a little undersized. Is that, isn't that right?
0: From what I understand, he's considered oh, oversized it, oh, he's because oversized, he wasn't okay. fast enough. But what they're saying now is that the uh, the pro day and the combine proved that he could get after the pass as much as he can stop mm-hmm. the run. And the Senior Bowl, those those three events really helped prove that he has a good you know good amount mm-hmm. of ability. I didn't love that pick though, but I didn't love the uh, the pick of Ryan Shazier when it first happened though. I liked Ohio right. State. I didn't love the pick. Of, uh, oh man there's a few others that I could talk about we'll we'll do it later <laughs> uh, the next three Jaden Reed wide receiver to the Green Bay Packers Cam Smith cornerback to the Miami Dolphins and again I'm going to talk about the next one after you've talked about those first two because it, it made me very mad when I saw it um, go ahead Monica
1: Jaden Reed to the Packers I like the position that they picked but i didn't like the person that they picked at that spot
0: yeah there were some better players i thought cam
1: smith to the dolphins i loved that pick i was very excited about that
0: they have jalen ramsey and now cam smith as well <laughs> that's uh they're that's an interesting combination not to mention byron jones i think right i think so and, yeah. um there's another player Ig- that's escaping Igba me too. They've got a pretty good rather. secondary. Yo, Isn't he yeah. from
1: Auburn? Didn't he go to
0: Auburn? He is. Noah Igbonogany going get a good with <laughs> so he's uh he should be a good player. I And then the Seattle Seahawks
1: I was so excited about the Cam Smith thing and then this next pick happened and then I was like hold on, what?
0: The Seattle Seahawks take Zach Charbonnet running back out of UCLA, and if you are a dynasty fantasy you know player, this breaks your heart for two reasons: one, it directly affects Zach being a top two round pick, and two, it directly affects Ken Walker right uh, their pick from last year, who had played very well was a touchdown machine, and now you're thinking, yikes, they're going to do that two back set that we've been talking about team's possibly doing and that should scare you if you're a dynasty you know player so Monica talk about Zach Charbonnet for a little bit because I figured Zach would have been a perfect fit for the Bears the Chargers and that's probably why they drafted Mm -hmm. him Uh, teams often like to block other teams from doing it but to me you're not building a better roster when all you're doing is keeping other teams from having what you've got
1: I'm gonna kind of bleed over into the bears, I thought that getting Gervon Dexter right here was a signal of, we don't know what to do. And I was kind of thinking that was probably a direct result of Charbonnet going a spot above them. Yeah. Gervon Dexter could be fine for the bears, but I did not I wasn't a huge fan of him right there at that spot.
0: Right. Well, that is what the Bears did at pick number fifty three. And then um the Chargers take Thule Tui Pelotu, and the Chiefs traded up to take Rasheed Rice. I like two of those three picks. I you said what you said about Gervin Dexter and I'm I'm with you. Thule Tui Pelotu is a good pick for the mm-hmm. Chargers. Uh, I do think the Chargers are going to regret not going after tight end. Um, They did not secure a tight end in this draft so far. And um, I think there were five or six drafted tonight or more. There's a lot drafted today. um, But their defense, you know, I I do think that teams are not really realizing defense right now is not the way to stop the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm -hmm. And no one has been able like, no defense that I've seen Patrick Mahomes play against that's a top-five defense outside of that Super Bowl with Tampa Bay, I've not seen a single defense make him look foolish.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, They might win, but it's not because they're shutting Mahomes down. Um, And then the, uh, the Chiefs did trade in and take Rasheed Rice, a wide receiver out of SMU, you have to love whatever they do at wide receiver. I mean they could draft me and I feel like I would get a thousand yards and at least four five touchdowns. Uh it's just a really good situation to be
1: there's at. there's some picks when you know, when the Raiders make a make a pick or the Chiefs make a pick and your stomach kinda sinks and you're like, oh, Yeah, that was that was this for me. it's a good pick for them.
0: I agree. The Bears, the Giants, and the Cowboys are now back on the clock. The Bears take Tyreek Stevenson, cornerback out of Miami. I I saw that pick as kind of an interesting one. Um, the Giants take John Michael Schmitz, a center out of Minnesota, who we thought might go to the Eagles. I
1: love According that to reports
0: pick. tonight.
1: Loved that pick.
0: Yeah, according to reports tonight, guess who the Philadelphia Eagles wanted? Schmitz. John Michael Schmitz. Um, <laughs> Shocking, right? And so the uh, the rival Giants get him instead. And then the Cowboys, they take Luke Schoonmaker, a tight end out of Michigan. And that was I don't odd. hate, but it was odd. I didn't hate it, but I, I, I'm not going to sit here and say that, like, wow, they got the tight end that they should have gotten. No. no. That happened in the third round. We'll get to that. I mean, um, why
1: didn't they get? Osiris Torrance. Why didn't they get D.J. Turner?
0: Yeah. Why wouldn't they draft a running back? Mm -hmm. You know? So, um, I have nothing really of note to say about any of those three picks. uh, Other than the the Luke Schoonmaker was kind of an interesting one. John Michael
1: Smith might be my favorite pick in the second round. Maybe. Maybe.
0: Yeah. And then... The last, uh, the next three, I should say, is Osiris Torrance, DJ Turner, and Brenton Strange. Brenton Strange, tight end, went to the Jacksonville Jaguars. DJ Turner, cornerback, went to the Bengals. And Osiris Torrance, the guard, went to the Bills. I love all three of these, and therefore I hate uh, one of them (laughs) because the Bengals taking DJ Turner was a problem for my Steelers. Um,. But I think it was a really good pick for them. Brenton Strange is a unique name oh, yeah. uh, to be drafting right now, but I think that he can make it work in Jacksonville and that that will be a really good pickup for them. And Osiris Torrance, the Bills are crushing it right now. Yes. Um, there's nothing that they've done that I have disliked.
1: The I liked the first two. Brenton Strange with who else was on the board? That one wasn't my favorite, but yeah, I mean fair that was a definite position of need so fair enough
0: well let's talk about these next two as the last two of this round and then we'll close out the episode and move on to a, a bonus episode for round three the houston texans and the denver broncos both trade back into the second round to make these two picks the texans trade with the eagles and the broncos traded with the chiefs um I'm, I'm surprised that that worked out the Texans take a center, Juice Scruggs, out of Penn State. I I hate that pick. I don't think that that is the the player to select at that time. Um, I don't think that Juice Scruggs was really a threat to go anytime soon in this draft. Right. And though I like that the Texans are trying to support, you know, their new quarterback C.J. Stroud. I think there had to be better players out there that they could have s- selected. At that um,
1: point, they probably sh- they probably would have been better served trying to support Will Anderson over C.J. Stroud.
0: Yes. Yes. And then the Broncos, they trade in, and I think they all but confirm that a wide receiver is being traded from their, their squad. Okay, you because say Because they select that. Marvin Mims Jr.
1: I disagree for this reason. Every single one of the Broncos receivers has a pretty significant injury history. And last year there were, there was times when we were without pretty much all of them because of even just minor injuries. So I don't really, I don't necessarily think it's, yes, for sure we're going to trade somebody, I don't think it's certain I just think that it's a position we desperately need depth in because of all the
0: injuries. Well let me raise you a situation then. with Jalen Hyatt and Cedric Tillman still available, Josh Downs still being available um, as well as where'd he go? Trey Tucker? Um, why, why trade up for Marvin Mims, an undersized guy that you could have taken Josh Downs literally in the third round? You wouldn't have had to have given up anything. Um, what is the sell for Marvin? Because the reason I think Marvin Mims spells that there's trouble is you trade it up to get Mm -hmm. him and there were plenty of wide receivers in the way the draft was going there are plenty of wide receivers that I think the Broncos could have literally sat and taken Jalen Hyatt and Josh Downs back-to-back mm-hmm. and said the same thing you just said, and I would have taken mm-hmm. it. But because they trade up and they don't take the best receiver on the board, that surprised me mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, so I don't know. You, you have any thoughts I'm on okay that? I'm okay
1: with it. Like I'm I'm fine with it. I would have rather – Hendon Hooker, but I'm okay with Marvin Mims. I'm okay with it.
0: All right. Well, we are going to uh, go ahead and close this episode out. That is round two. We'll be back. If you stick around and you've subscribed to the show, the very next episode that we'll play will be round three. And so uh, we will be back in just a few moments for you and in just a few moments for us. But until then, take care.